Alright, hello, hello, hello everyone. Today I'm gonna be reading another chapter of The Kazillion Wish with the nice background noises of my backyard. Beautiful. I hope you're all doing well, wherever you are, staying calm, practicing self-care, that kind of thing. Today I have a headache, but I still got up and made some coffee and had some breakfast, so hopefully it will get better soon. Alright, here we go. Left off at a very good point. This chapter is going to be very fun and exciting. Alright, chapter four, The Bow. The rainbow grew and grew, stretching to the other side of the sandy shore. The colors became brighter, and Harlan could make out a patch of sand at the closest end. Suddenly, the air was split by a loud yell. It sounded a lot like, Wee! A figure flashed down the rainbow and landed with a soft thud in the sand. It bounced to its feet, brushed down its bright green jacket and even brighter orange pants. It was only about three feet tall with skinny legs and a pot belly. Its hair was totally, utterly blue. It straightened the purple cap on its head and finally noticed the two kids standing nearby. Harlan and Ainsley stared, their mouths hanging open. Hello, said the bow in an outrageous and completely unnecessary French accent. Is this Fruitfly Bay? Yes, Harlan said. The Fruitfly Bay? asked the bow, accent stronger than before. Uh, yeah, said Ainsley. The bow looked excited. Home of the annual country and western trombone jamboree for tigers, monkeys, porcupines, elves, gnomes, and bows, he shrieked in his crazy accent, bouncing up and down. Uh, no, I don't think so, said Ainsley. The bow smiled. Well, that's a relief. If it had been, it would have freaked me right out. Are you a strange frongle person too? asked Harlan. No, I am a bull, and I'd thank you to remember it, silly human person. You're the bow? Ainsley gasped. Mm, some nice ASMR playing in the background. Indeed I am. Allow me to introduce myself, it said, bowing low to the ground. Suddenly it stood up as tall as it could, which was not very smiled a smile that was a mouthful of shiny white teeth and yelled loudly, Hello! It opened its arms wide. It is me. I am me. Me is I. I is it. It is... Um... Ha 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 ha! Yes, prepare to meet the one, the only, the magnificent, glorious, Truly spectacular presence that is. The kids leaned forward, holding their breath. That is. He paused for even more dramatic effect, as if that was humanly or bowishly possible. Zucchini Space Station! Ainsley started to laugh. <laughs> Zucchini Space Station? Yes, that is my name, and my name is that. Z is for zoo. U is for ugly. C is for carrots. Another C is for uh, cars. 
H is for handbag. I is for, look, you get the idea. Zucchini Space Station is my name and such it is. Nice to meet you. Hello, hello, hello. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 what? Asked Harlan. Just ha 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 ha. You know, as in ha ha, this is great. They all stared at each other before Zucchini suddenly yelled again. And you are? Harlan and Ainsley blinked at the little person. Finally, Harlan said, Well, my name is Harlan. Harlan Harlan rhymes with Marlin. That's a fish, Zucchini said. And this is my sister, Ainsley. Ainsley Ainsley rhymes with... Actually, Ainsley doesn't rhyme with anything. Yes, it does, said Ainsley, sounding a little annoyed. It rhymes with brainsy, sort of. Brainsley, Ainsley, Ainsley, brainsy, brainsley. Hmm, I don't think so. Well, whatever. And your last name is Banana, said Harlan, regretting it the moment he said it. Banana, just like a lemon, said the bow. What? A banana's nothing like a lemon, said Ainsley. Yellow, fruity, bendy, and good to juggle. I say your father is a lemon. He couldn't be further from it. He's a banana, and anyway, it's hard to juggle bananas, said Harlan. Says you, I believe you have a wish. And so they told Zucchini about their wish, and how they had to find an also mom. But Zufrock said it was a gazillion wish, and they were on a quest and had to pass a whole bunch of challenges that were set out in the poem. And the first challenge is something called the Choco Lion, said Ainsley. Zucchini leapt to his feet and then realized he was already on his feet and didn't need to leap anywhere. The Choco Lion! Okay, I'm out. Good luck. What? cried Harlan and Ainsley. Trust me, the chocolion is not to be missed with. If you do not give him exactly 1,000 pieces of chocolate, he eats you. Where's my rainbow? I am going up. But you can't leave us, said Ainsley. Yep, I can. Bye, said Zucchini, packing a suitcase that had appeared from nowhere. No, Zucchini, honestly, we need you, said Ainsley. You need me? said the bow, pausing from folding giant white underwear into the suitcase. Yes, we need you, said Ainsley. Harlan took a deep breath. Listen, Mr. Space Station, this isn't easy for me to say because I didn't even believe in frongles or bows until about 30 minutes ago, but Zootfrog said you were our only chance. Zootfrog said that about me? Yeah. You're not just saying that? No, we promise, said Harlan. Your only chance, your only hope, your one shot. Me, Zucchini Space Station, the hopes of a nation hiding on my skinny yet strangely heroic shoulders. Well, maybe not the whole country, just Ainsley and me, said Harlan. Zucchini looked suddenly embarrassed and a little moist around the eyes. You see, the thing is, nobody has ever needed me before. Nobody has ever even wanted me before, and needing is a lot more important than wanting. I don't know what to say. How about saying you'll help us, Harlan said. You're right, declared, accent more French than ever. It is a quest, an outrageous, dangerous, heroic, tragic, crazy, zany, wild, and once-in-a-lifetime quest. 
tragic? asked Harlan. Did I say tragic? I meant to say lawnmower. Lawnmower? That doesn't make any sense, Ainsley said. Details, details. We stand around talking about mowing the lawn when we should be on our way to the Chocolion. We must ride at once to the Lion Dome. Zucchini whistled once sharply. Suddenly, three giant pelicans appeared over the trees near the beach. They settled next to Zucchini, and he leapt onto the leader's back. Hop aboard! They don't bite the pelicans. Actually, they could fit both of you into the giant beaks without blinking, but try not to think about it, he said. The kids looked at each other, eyes wide. Listen, Harlan said. Ainsley, we should think about this. There might be another way to get an also, Mom. This whole quest thing sounds dangerous and uncertain. We don't know what might be waiting for us. I'm not saying we don't do it. I just think we should sleep on it for a night and possibly drop a list of alternative options. A quest is not something to be rushed into. Ainsley climbed on on top of the back of one of the giant pelicans. Harlan, I know you like to take time to get your head around things, but sometimes you just have to go and get what you want, especially when it's something as important as this. I say we do it for dad yeah okay you're right he climbed aboard the last pelican for dad harlan's pelican turned its head almost right around and fixed harlan with a long cool gaze then the pelican winked and spread its wings to the lion dome stopping only to grab one thousand pieces of chocolate cried zucchini riding proudly on the front pelican harlan and ainsley clung on tight as they lift into the air Ainsley's heart was thumping as the ground moved farther and farther away, and she could feel her legs trembling against the pelican feathers. She buried her face onto the soft down of the giant bird's neck. One thing was for sure, this day had not turned out to be boring.